This is the Integrative Entrepreneur Podcast, where it's not what you do, but how you do it. This is a podcast for entrepreneurs brought to you by entrepreneurs. We have been building a multi-million dollar healthcare business for over 10 years, and we have weaved together some of the best information for the people that are doing the best work in the business. This includes Dr. Martini, who is a master in human behavior, to Vern Harnish, who has created the methodologies of scaling up that has scaled many, many of the best businesses that we all know of. We want you to not only have a business that you love, but also a life that you love. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Integrative Entrepreneur Podcast. So we are actually diving in to the topic that I totally planted at the last podcast, um, but talking about the difference between coaching and consulting. And it's very interesting because actually, as I was going through my certification for scaling up, a lot of the other individuals that I was in my cohort, they kept specifically saying, I need to make sure that I am staying in my coaching lane and I am moving away from consulting. And I honestly really didn't know the difference. Um, And they were like, well, you know, coaching is really being able to provide insight and then allowing the individual to come to their own decision. And consulting is when you're you know, giving them a solution. And, you know, I really don't want to do any type of consulting. I want people to come to their own decision. And I kind of just sat with that information and was like, hmm, interesting. Uh, First of all, I like to do everything different from everybody else. So I was like, well, you know, what do I want to do? Because naturally, being a doctor, it's my job to consult. It's my job to have answers. It's my job to give people strategies and solutions. And that's that's my job. <laughs> so the I, idea of... Cons- and she loves it. <laughs> <laughs> but and we don't guess, we test. So it's not like I'm giving people opinionated feedback. So I started thinking about, you know, how the heck do we infiltrate this into the Institute? And, you know, again, meaning... Consulting comes naturally, and I think that it's necessary in certain instances, but how do we provide unbiased, objective consulting? Coming back to the foundation of, you know, on our medical side of practice, it's not what you do, but how you do it. So it's it's not that coaching is necessarily good or bad or consulting is necessarily good or bad, but it's like, how do you use it? Yeah. Use it. Use it. <laughs> well, I think that a lot of the work that you do from a human behavior perspective, and even when we're working people, working with people for their core values and brand promises, that's very coaching based mm-hmm. because that's not our decision to make. That is that probing the right questions to dig into like what is important to you? What is your why? What is the impact you want to make? You know, what do you want your culture to look like? How do you want to feel when you go to work every day? How do you want your employees to feel? Like, what do you want your office to look like? So on and so forth. So there is a hundred percent a necessity for coaching. But then there comes to like real hard roadblocks that come in when you're working through things in business, and especially when it gets into the cash side of things. 
and even the people side of things, there are proven solutions and methodologies, um, especially if you've you know collaborated collaborated a variety of different techniques together. But I do find that there were times in our career that I was like, I just wish somebody would tell me what to do. Like, I great, you want to like give me this fluff coach coaching moment, but at the end of the day, like there's a algorithm for this. Like, don't sit here and tell me that it's just like, if I like manifest it, I'll be profitable. Like there's <laughs> well, a fucking solution for this. <laughs> it just shows you some things in business as well as life, they're reproducible. So if somebody's figured out a system to be able to like literally reproduce this, don't waste your time and energy trying to create it if it's already there. Exactly. Other times, you know, it's everything is individualized. You know, it's like getting back connected to the foundation of the values, the values of the business, like all of that. It can't be systematized because it comes out of your being, your state. Yeah. But really, it's at the same time, once you have those systems in place, those systems need something to run on. So which mm -hmm. is putting both the coaching, you know, what we can bring out of you with a system that's set in place that's, you know, been crushing Fortune 500 companies, putting both of that together, you're going to optimize your potential of growth. Yeah. And I think there's there's a confidence level that comes with consulting as well, because there were separate entities that we worked with over time. And one of them was Wealth Factory and uh, with Garrett Gunderson. And he knows his shit inside and out when it comes to, you know, tax benefits and profitability and, you know, investments, so on and so forth. And, you know, you would say that he was doing some level of consulting, but it was exactly what we needed because he knew the ins and outs of that. And the same thing with Greg Crabtree is getting into cash. And, you know, it's not, it's not this like fluffy way that you just become profitable. Like there is a true algorithm to it. And there are very specific things that you need to do and put in place in order to get there. And even your hiring process, your hiring process is not something that, you know, there are proven methodologies when it comes to how to hire instead of you just being like, oh, you know, how do I, you know, just like figure out what's the best for me? Yeah, whatever. But why don't you use the one that everybody else is <laughs> using when they have good quality culture and employees? I love you. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> Get out of your own fucking way and use the system that works. <laughs> well, it's just something that I think I craved so much in in the business coaching that we've done. And it was something that we never got, ever. And I was just so sick of it. And then, you know, we ended up working with Garrett Gunderson and we ended up working with our current accountant at Clever Profits. And 100% those individuals scream confidence and clarity. Oh, yeah. And you're, they're, they're consulting because they know their shit inside and out. And, I mean, it's it's very interesting because when, you, I mean, it's an accountant, you know, we just had. Yeah, but we've had a lot of bad accountants. We've had a lot of bad. But I, mean, I was just saying, like, you know, at Clever Profits, he's an accountant, but he knows his shit so well that he's almost literally being doing some coaching at the same time. You know, it's like, you know, these are the systems. This is how to get to these specific percentages of what you need to be able to have like an amazing business and be able to grow, you know, the very, very stable sustainability. But it's like, how are you going to use it? 
Mm-hmm. So it's it's about the coaching and the consulting together to be able to maximize what you're going to do with that. Mm-hmm. Well, it's also the individuals that are comfortable doing the consulting are the ones that are walking the walk because they're implementing it for their own lives or their own business. And that is definitely something that is huge because when we got introduced into scaling up, we we didn't be like, when was it? So it's been like two years that we've just been implementing it in our own business and it has completely transformed our business. And we are living and breathing this and applying it to a business. We're not applying it to a corporate structure. We're applying it to a small business that had shit foundation had no automations and no systems and didn't have that corporate structure, didn't have that corporate framework to work with that somebody else created. So we had to really go in and do some serious, serious repair. And then once we repaired the foundation was then to continue to build off of it. And that was from everything from organizational health and working with people, which is difficult to then bringing in strategy, execution, and then working on cash. And, you know, those are not easy tasks, but being able to live the pain points of prior to implementing, but to live the pain points of when you're implementing these methodologies, like we've been there, we've done that. So being able to speak on behalf of the experience or to be able to speak on behalf of what to potentially expect as you're implementing these things, we have the ability to do that because we've done it. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of um, standing on the shoulders of giants. All of our mentors, you know, that were still, we've had tons of coaches, but it's like there's coaches and there's mentors and mentors, I think, stay in your life pretty much forever uh, because you're, you, that's your foundation. You know, it's like all of our mentors were standing on their shoulders and pretty much it just goes through that process of creation where it's like you take the best quality information that you've learned from your past. And then the goal is to be able to pretty much, you know, take that, you know, even make it shinier and then pass that information along. So the better it gets, the better it gets. Yeah. And, you know, I do find tremendous value in the coaching side because when we started working with some students with or the Growth Institute, we one of the things that we realize in the onboarding process or going through what we call the triple D, which is the um, diagnostics, is people had no idea what they were working towards. They had no idea of like what the business stood for. They really didn't forecast their goals they didn't forecast their goals for a year, let alone three, five, or 10 years. And they also, some of them did have goals, but their goals actually were not congruent with their core values, their personal values, mm-hmm. and their their personal desires. I call them your personal freedoms. And that was extremely eye-opening and such a, an amazing coaching moment because we're never providing any cookie cutter approach to say, this is what your business should look like. And if your business looks like this, it'll be successful. Because what's important to me and what's important to Dr. Nick is not necessarily important to you. And, you know, one of our biggest goals was uh, freedom. Well, one of my core values is freedom. And one of our goals was location freedom. And it was a very scary moment in our business when 
we're just like we just have this brick and mortar and we are two of the primary doctors and like we're kind of stuck <laughs> like this business was created around us number one number two is the business is not cre- it was not designed in a way that if we step away that things still run and this was many years ago but we you know we took strides in order to completely changed the business model so that we were able to have that freedom. You can't run your business from a hospital bed. So why aren't you prioritizing your health? Your health is essential to the health of your business. At Integrative Wellness Group, we go above and beyond, which should be the norm in healthcare, but unfortunately is not. With comprehensive testing and integrative therapies, our team uses a whole body approach for each patient rather than using a textbook cookie cutter approach. We are able to uncover the root cause of your elements and create a personalized healing plan. We've helped countless burnout entrepreneurs get their health and more importantly, their life back, thereby reigniting their entrepreneurial passion. Book a free consult call on integrativewellnessgroup.com to kickstart your wellness journey and subscribe to the Integrative Wellness Radio on Apple Podcast to learn more. You know, there are individuals that talk about location freedom, time freedom, financial freedom, and they're saying this in one breath, but their their goals and their plans actually don't align with it whatsoever. So they're they're disappointed because they actually have the wrong goals. Yeah, and it's like when you look at that, there's when we're working together, there's coherence. When we have coherence, there's flow. Uh, but when you know our goals and our day to day actions, what we want to be doing, are you know conflicting, that just creates chaos, and chaos creates more of that tension. So instead of pulling us forward, it's actually we're pushing ourselves back and creating so much more resistance, pain, all these different problems. We're like, why are we like, why is this happening again today? And it's really an understanding that it's it's really just because our foundation of where we're growing from is actually putting us in the direction to cause more harm than benefits. So sometimes it's not about, you know, going through the daily actions to achieve this goal. It's about making sure that the goal is actually on the correct mountaintop. Yeah. And I think this is like a perfect story to really showcase the blending of coaching and consulting. So we had uh, two students, uh, husband and wife, that came through the Growth Institute and they were talking about their financial goals uh, for the business and, you know, just some other goals around um, the growth of their business. And then they, when we started to probe better questions, like a true coaching moment, one of the biggest goals, or, or I would say personal goals, was to have a family. So they were talking about growing the company and hiring doctors and having, um, you know, making more money and increasing profits, so on and so forth. But the wife was the office manager and pretty much running the show. And then we had one doctor, which was her husband. So goal was start a family. So if they started a family, she would be out of the business. And then he would, in a perfect world, like to be out of the business more than he is so that he could obviously spend more time with his family. And I just gave them a serious reality check. I was like, I just want you to know that this doesn't line up. And let me give you, let me probe one more question. Are you paying her 
because very often in, in business, we're not paying ourselves, especially in the beginning. We're not paying ourselves. And if we're in business with a partner, a spouse, they're usually not getting paid as well. So because I went through it, I asked <laughs> and I was like, what are you paying her? Are you par- paying her a fair market wage? No, she doesn't get paid. I go, okay, so here's a, a reality check. What's going to happen now is she's going to leave. You're going to have to replace her. And now I don't know what you think her position is worth in your area, but you know, let's say it's between fifty dollars to $90,000. What's that going to do to your profits? And especially now, it, maybe you have one more doctor, but if you have one more doctor, then right now you said you have enough volume for one doctor. You do realize that means you need to have more maybe marketing efforts or you have to have a designated person that takes new patient calls, which then would take away from your front desk. So that might meet another new hire. So you have to you have to forecast here because you're talking about she's out of the business. You have to replace her. You want another doctor in, which means you need more volume and who needs to be hired to increase that volume if it's an external marketing team or if it's an internal person. And I was like, so we need to get more clarity here. So the consulting though really came from the knowledge that I have from Greg Crabtree, which we've infiltrated in our own business, is that you're skewing your profits by saying, by not paying yourself or your spouse a fair market wage. So you're sitting here gloating about your profits but your profits are skewed because that person will eventually have to get replaced or eventually you'll have to pay them because the IRS is going to knock on your door and now your profits have just tanked. Yeah. And I mean, human behavior, looking at the story, it's just, you know, we all make decisions based on seeing more benefits in that moment. So it wasn't a, a bad or a dumb decision because in that moment they're like, you know, we're startup, more of a startup business and, you know, the government takes a lot of taxes. So it's like we can have more profits going to get taxed once instead of, you know, twice going through. Oh, yeah. So we can we can save more money. We can make more money. We can use it for to serve what they wanted, what she wanted, you know, for their family, which was very smart. But if the goal is to put more of that focus on the family and less on the business, then you have to grow and scale the business. Understanding that we have to follow protocols and we have to follow you know unfortunately or fortunately what the government sets in place so it's like if we're not creating a really accurate business plan um showing that they weren't paying really her fair salary or at all then that's going to be that short-term pleasure but long-term pain because then we have to go through that process and figure out you know growing costs a lot of money sometimes it might make more sense to just figure out and it's like you know how can we cut costs because that's going to increase profitability even quicker so it's really about going through the systems in place to be able to see you know this is what you truly want this is what's happening how much honestly how much pain are you willing to go through to have this and that's what comes down to a lot of these aspects is you know we have getting clarity between if it's a goal or if it's a fantasy Mm -hmm. um and that's one of the foundational uh, components of doing the human behavior with it so that we're not setting the system up in place that's actually going to just create more pain. You know, that's the last thing that we'd ever want to do for someone is, you know, create more pain in their life because we just created a bigger business, which if that's not really what they wanted, that's, you know, we went through 
an amazing aspect of creating a big big business but then that goes against their value system so it's really about getting crystal clear of you know what's really going to serve you in life and then be able to uh to bring that coaching uh aspect with that a hundred percent and i think that there's so many of us as entrepreneurs and business owners that we just kind of get to these points that we're just like i don't even know what i'm doing like i don't even know what i'm doing anymore like <laughs> And like, why is nothing working? And those moments are scary. And those moments are are really jarring to your health, your mental health, and, you know, and also the outcome of your business. But so much of it just comes back to those fantasy goals. And, and they're the best teachers, honestly. You know, it's like... But so many people don't know they have fantasy goals. And that's... I think that's the key thing is I want people to walk away with is that don't be discouraged. It's just you might not have as much clarity as you think that you do. And especially if you haven't taken the time to really figure out what is important to you as an individual and how does that bridge into your business. Like I know for years that I didn't even think about myself. And it was just always about the business, the business, the business, because it was like this idea that if the business grew and the business, you know, made more money or the business did whatever, then the the personal stuff would come. And it literally doesn't work that way. It's not. Yeah, we waited like eight years. Just didn't work. Exactly. <laughs> didn't work out. <laughs> exact opposite. Yeah. If anything, it just keeps taking from you and then you just become more and more resentful. But if, I mean... Going back to the quality of your life is dictated by the quality of the questions we ask. If you ask that question, what the F am I doing right now? That's really not a bad question. No, it's not at all. But it's be able to give yourself, you know, that time, that space. And when we're literally in that rat race and we're usually asking that question, when we feel like we don't have a choice, we feel like we don't have any time. It's about, you know, giving yourself time or setting yourself up with a person that can guide you through these questions to get more specific on what the fuck am I doing? You know, because when you have clarity and you can answer that, we will go through any amount of pain or pleasure to be able to serve that. And that's the difference between going through pain and not knowing why we're doing it and going through pain and having clarity of this is serving me. Those are two different ways to go up and show up in life. 100%. Well, we hope that this was valuable to you just because this is something that we start with in the Growth Institute. We really start with, you know, what is important to you, but also really getting clarity on your goals and really seeing if the goals align. And then from there, being able to, you know, to troubleshoot and coach according accordingly. Um, because if you are dealing with those goals that are more fantasy based is, you know, how do we really make them more of a reality so that you are actually working towards something and not feeling like a hamster on a wheel? Yeah, it's I mean, end of the day, to make a plan simple, it's like, you know, I'll help you get clarity and then Nicole will tell you what to do. <laughs> That's pretty accurate, actually. <laughs> But honestly, it's like we, and this is where I think definitely things are going because, you know, it's like we, the biggest thing we have is time and energy and to be able to serve that time and energy, if we can get everything quote unquote under one house, this is just why we see like Amazon and these businesses providing everything that people need under one house. It's like when it comes on this under one roof, under roof, whatever <laughs> from the Midwest, we make our own shit up. 
but it's really looking at that. It's like we need the coaching and consulting together. And most of the time we're going to these different businesses to be able to get both sides of that. Yeah. So it's really, it's a very unique, unique thing that we get to provide. Um, I love it because it's really both of our voids, you know, from me and the human behavior, be able to provide that as well as Nicole saying, you know, we had all these coaches and I was just wanting this one thing and I never had it uh, until she met the scaling up method. So it's, I, I love it. It's transformed our life. It's transformed our personal life, our relationship, um, as well as the business. 100%. And I think one of the really unique things about the Growth Institute is that we actually have uh, you, well, you as a student would have full access to our entire um, Integrative Growth Institute and Integrative Wellness Group team. So if you are um, having trouble, say, with your sales department, or if you're having trouble with your research and development, if you're having trouble with your operations, uh, you actually have access to work directly with uh, those individuals that run those departments in our companies. So you're actually speaking to the person who's living and breathing that aspect of, you know, of operations. Because you don't want me teaching you that. Yeah, you don't want Nick ever teaching you anything in that <laughs> realm. Like, Nick doesn't know half the stuff that's going on in the business, but that's totally fine. <laughs> he stays in his, his zone. Stay in your lane. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's a pretty amazing thing uh, that we we get really excited about. Um, and our students love it. They, they literally take advantage of it. Um, and they find so much value. And then I know one of our students recently is just like really, really revamping her entire, you know, HR and hiring process. And she's been working with our HR department and she's just like constantly sends messages like, thank you so much. Like this has completely transformed everything for us. I love it. Yeah. All right, guys. So we'll see you on the next episode. We hope you enjoyed and we'll talk to you soon. You've reached the end of another episode of the Integrative Entrepreneur Podcast. Connect with us at integrativegrowthinstitute.com. Don't forget to sign up to our newsletter to receive our free materials. See you at the next episode. If you love today's episode of Integrative Entrepreneur Podcast, please head over to iTunes, subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. It is very much appreciated. Thank you. Yeah.